0: You are at war with yourself and likely don't realize it. Your thoughts, beliefs, habits, and actions often sabotage you. Are they helping you overcome adversity or setting you up for failure? To win this battle, you must connect with your inner warrior. We all have a warrior within us, one that strengthens our resolve and helps us to rise to meet life's challenges. If you're just surviving rather than thriving, then it's time to embrace the warrior archetype. Live the warrior ethos and ascend. If you are a veteran, first responder, or someone looking to take charge of your life, find your tribe and then be the hero of your own story, this podcast is for you. Join Mike Kinney and Matt Hastings, two retired U.S. Army officers who served in U.S. Army Special Operations and Army Aviation units as they share with you optimal performance practices they learned in their time with the Military and Warrior's Ascent, a 501c3 nonprofit that helps veterans and warriors with PTS.
1: Well, all right. Welcome to the Warrior's Ascent podcast with your hosts, Mike and Matt. And we have a guest. First time, you're our first guest, Anna. So you should feel honored.
2: I do. <laughs> as,
1: as well Excellent. you should. As well you should. <laughs> so, hey, just starting off, you know, so let me ask, you know, we, we talk about behaviors, thoughts, you know, modifying our thoughts, you know, changing our thought patterns. Matt and I have discussed on multiple episodes how it is that you go about to do that. I'll say the criticality of it, right? We've mentioned Daniel Kahneman, System 1 and System 2 thinking, cognitive behavioral therapy. But I think a lot of it is kind of like abstract, you know, sometimes. I'll set the stage a bit. What what I love about what Anna brings to the table, and she's one of our providers at the Warrior's Scent Program, um, and I'll let you do your intro and, you know, your organization and all of that. But her one of her specialties is dialectical behavior therapy, DBT, and it's very tools-based. So what you're going to get today is a lot of practical application, for, you know, tools and things that you can, I'll say, immediately apply to We'll say change and modify your thinking and behavior. So, with that said, Anna, I'm so glad you're here.
2: Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I didn't know that I was the first guest. That's so exciting. You are.
1: You are. You are. <laughs> so, I'm going to just roll through some of these guys' slides. Anna Saviano. Emotion regulation is really what we'll talk about today. Right. Sweet. Okay. And here's it's
2: our you, practice.
1: There's your practice. That's right. We'll, add, we'll, we'll end it with. I think I've got your your website. Okay. Your, not your website. Your uh, URL. So. Okay. Bam. So why don't we start with mindfulness and states of mind? So I, I, again, I'll set the stage and I'm going to shut the heck up as most of I can, which is hard. But, <laughs> uh, you know, one of the things in terms of wise mind, that's one of the things that you you taught us early on. And for me, I found it very, very useful. I tend to be more like the rational, logical, you know, and, and kind of I, I say completely devoid of emotion. That's not really quite true. But uh, and then there are others probably like yourself. No, I'm just kidding that are, are very, uh, you know, I'll say emotion-focused, where everything is so very emotion, m- emotional. I like the wise mind concept in that it's kind of bringing the two together.
2: Mm-hmm. So, Sp- Speak to that, sure. Speak to um, that. There's lots of ways to teach mindfulness, and in DBT, we talk about it with this... Venn diagram of having, yeah, the rational side that you're talking about and emotional side, both of which are necessary, obviously, but where they overlap is that wise mind. And that's what we, there's sets of skills that'll help you get into that and then things in life that push you out And, and also personality, like you tend toward one side or the other usually, but we want to teach people how to notice where they are in the extreme and then also to get closer into that wise mind and know what pushes you one way or the other. Right.
1: Now, so... Let's get I mean, your perspective, anecdotally, you know, when when you heard Anna's, her, uh, you know, her spiel, no, her yeah, spiel, I mean, setting the
0: stage with the... It's kind of cool. You've been through Anna's thing a couple of times since absolutely. you've worked together for years. We've been working together for years, I've, I've been Three through years. it one time as a client at Warriors of Science. So um, that was a, I think it's a five-hour event.
2: Five hours. I thought hours. for five hours. Yeah. yeah it yes. goes, go, yes.
0: this is not five hours. Everybody chill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was it was a lot, and and it came at you fast. But I remember it being super impactful for me. And and what really got me was that there's things I could do. You know, there's there's hands-on right. application <laughs> that I could take a scenario item in and use it to get me out of that scenario. Mm-hmm. And so, and I was you know, my struggle was I was too emotional. I knew it. I wanted to be more to the rational, but that's where I I could see I needed it, but I just couldn't do it.
2: I think what we see at Worries Ascent and in my office and all over the place is people spending tons of time on one end and then slingshotting, overcompensating or decompensating and going the other direction. You know, when you're at work, you probably, for all the years that you were in service, are super rational, focused, and all of that, and then come home and go way the other direction and have a hard time yeah. doing the both, which is what dialectics is about, and that's what DBT is about. So, right.
1: No, that's a great point say overcompensation.
2: Or decompensation. Or
0: decompensation. Or decompensation. <laughs> my, my thing was it was kind of like playing a role and I put on the suit. Uh-huh. And it was kind of like this suit armor and it would help me, you know, with all these different, I, everything was kind of figured out. Sure. And then when I came home, took that suit off and I tried to be, uh, you know, there's no armor and everything's getting to you, you know, and, you, and that was harder to deal with. Yeah. It, it just wasn't as prescribed. So, mm-hmm.
1: so next turn some of the core skills. I know there's a ton of info to, to cover and we're gonna, we're gonna speak it to is. it very superficially, but.
2: Sure. I mean, this the mindfulness skills in DBT are the, the foundation. And like I said, there's lots of ways to teach mindfulness or to talk about mindfulness, but the, the how and what skills are what we teach at Warriors Ascent, what I teach in groups, and what is the real basis of DBT. Um, and you want to practice first those what skills, what you're trying to do, and then how do you apply each of those. So what you do is observe, so noticing what's going on, and then put words on it, describe it, and then participating in what's happening, like in real life, not just what you want to be happening or what you think should be happening, because that's not what's actually happening. And then how you do it is the one mindfully, non-judgmentally, and effectively. So what skills you do one at a time, but you do them each of those ways each time. So when you observe, you do it one mindfully, non-judgmentally and effectively. When you describe, you do it one mindfully, non-judgmentally and effectively. So you're applying that each time. And it really is about getting getting a vantage point, getting some perspective on it is the whole point so that you're not in everything. You can see it and then you can decide. And we spend probably half of the time during my Monday five hours talking about how to get that distance and then start to make choices about everything, not just react, 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 or shut down.
1: Well, I think that, you know, I'll call it the metacognitive. That may be an inaccurate you know, characterization, I'll say, but thinking about your thinking, yeah. you know, this notion of, all right, hey, let me, mm-hmm. like you said, be almost third party or meta, you know, above and not be in the center of it. Right. But I think you use, if I'm not mistaken, the, the metaphor of the ocean where up at the top, it's a storm. There's waves. It's crazy. You're a little bit lower, you know, or, or, you know, at depth and it's much calmer Mm -hmm. still. So there's still tons going on up at the top, but you're, you're afforded the opportunity to kind of Right. I'll say observe without being caught up in that maelstrom of activity and all yeah. that other stuff.
2: So. Which is which is Dan Siegel's like proper credit. I did not come oh, up with well, that idea. <laughs> but <laughs> but yes. yeah, it is about, that's one of the things we teach is about being down there and being able to observe what's happening without getting caught up in it, without right. reacting or, and you're just noticing. You don't even necessarily have to think about everything. Sometimes you do, but it's not just about thinking about it all. It's about noticing what's happening and then choosing and doing it without judgment, that's probably the hardest one of those six skills is to do it non-judgmentally. It's not a good or a bad or a right or a wrong necessarily, which trying to talk to a bunch of like first responders and former military people like that is not, doesn't necessarily the land. The non-judgmental part. Right. And that there isn't like a right wrong about everything. Yeah. There's such qualitative, you know, there are qualifiers about that. And right. And that's not always helpful. No, yeah. that,
1: that, I mean, that's interesting and right. it's, I think that's a, a really good and fair assessment, you know, in that we're kind of like in the business of judging and assessing and, you know, right. Matt and I, our background military, it's it's the, you know, task condition and standard. There's a right way, there's a wrong way, there's the standard and there's not the standard. Sure. And it's hard to just be like, well, I know Amy Shonhoff, our, our, you know, mindfulness instructor, she says the same thing, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, being non-judgmental, just kind of taking things as they are, and uh,
2: you're coming out of your skin.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, really hard. it's, it's harder I mean, I, than it sounds, man. But
0: I was going through a scenario, you know, while I was still in uniform, and I they were I was going through some CBT, and they said to me, you know, like, what is the thing that's got you stuck? Talk to me about your trauma. And it's like, here we go. I mean, I don't have a single one there's sure. lots and you know it's it's just I'll pick one then you know so I picked one and yeah. I was I explained how we almost got in this crash and this pilot right. that I was training put us in a really terrible situation in the helicopter and when I recognized what was happening I barely had a chance to salvage it and save it and right. basically it felt like some kind of divine intervention because I couldn't believe I was able to save what just happened And um, that had really bugged me because I was about ready to go into these desert conditions all the time as a mainline instructor, you know, and I'm like, damn, I almost just died and killed everybody, you know. So it kind of threw a little trauma on me and it made me a little more controlling, I'll say, (laughs) because I wasn't going to let other people, you know, but so, and I'm talking to another army psychologist and she's like. It's not your fault. You weren't the person flying. I said but you don't understand. I was the pilot in command. In that that everything's my fault. Mm-hmm. No no, but you're going to have to let go of that and understand you weren't flying the aircraft so it wasn't your fault. Like you'll never understand. <laughs> I'm in command. I cannot be in charge. It's not it's always going to be my fault, you know, and that's one of those things I don't Right. I don't that's a conflict I still can't really break.
2: I mean, I think We didn't talk about this, but DBT, the dialectics, is dialectics means that two things that are opposite can both be true. Yeah. And that maybe there's fault there, somebody's flying the plane, or maybe that's the way the chain of command works. And also, you're not a terrible person, you didn't intend it. There's like lots of other both and pieces to it. And it's not to say that there's never a right path if you have a protocol and it's your job to follow it but it's that moral judgment around right. it or Doesn't that like what does it mean about you if you don't do it or whatever and that's that's what we're trying to kind of unpack or separate yeah. out
0: another interesting thing you said when you were talking about the describe section, you said put words on it and what i think i remember is a huge list of different emotions
2: mm-hmm.
0: like instead of saying i was Anxious. You're like, well, were you anxious? Or were you... And then you could drill down to these words like, Or were you cow.
1: agitated? Yeah, and once you could pick right. the there's actual word,
0: down. it kind of changes the story in your own head. It's like, well, you're right. I wasn't...
2: It totally changes. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and uh,
0: that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Can you expand on that at all? Because that, that was profound.
2: I mean, I think one of the things, too, that I have to remember to say, is that there's also a separation between thoughts and feelings. Those are not the same thing. And that is not always a known thing when people come in. It's often not. And that how you're feeling is not a fact. It's not a fixed state. Emotions last about 90 seconds. So if you can manage to not act out on it, it'll do its thing and move on. And, mm-hmm. and you know, then you have another emotion. I mean, there's always more. But... um The describe piece is helpful because it also gives us some separation. So instead of even saying, like, I'm anxious, you say something like, I'm experiencing anxiety, which is a very clunky sometimes feeling. But it means that, like, I'm still me, and I'm experiencing sadness or frustration or anger, but I'm not not the anger or the sadness, which allows some of that separation, too. That this is a thing that's coming through me, and it'll keep going, and some other thing will come through me, and...
1: Yeah, there's a separation between what it is that you're feeling or experiencing and then you as a, as a human being. Exactly. And same and with your the, thoughts. That's like, the non-judgmental aspect as right. well. You're not like, I'm an anxious person. No, I'm just anxious now.
2: Right. I'm a person experiencing anxiety now. Lots of extra words. Right. But yeah. once you get the hang of thinking that way, you don't have to say all the extra words necessarily.
0: No, and just like anything, it's just practice, right? So yeah. you can make it. The way you speak to yourself really mm-hmm. relatively quick. Yeah,
1: but I mean, one of the things that I think you were touching upon, Matt, is is the describe piece. And I know for guys, especially guys with our background, you know, like but describe your emotions to me, and you're like,
2: it's Matt. anger,
1: <laughs> you know, or or sadness, and with with some happiness, yes. you know, thrown in there by and large. And I think having I'm fine. Well, or I'm <laughs> fine, I'm good. You know, it's <laughs> all good. It's all mm-hmm. good. I'm fine. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think having that, you know, that, that lexicon, that vocabulary, the whole emotion wheel as, as, you know, as, you know, that sounds, Mm -hmm. I I think it goes a long way in helping somebody actually describe what it is that they're feeling and what it is that they're contending with. And there's a lot more nuance to Mm -hmm. it.
0: Well, and I'm a rules-based guy. So words mean things to me. So like when you say that word, it's like, well, that's, that's a whole different thing than saying that. Mm-hmm. And so now I understand you better. So now I'm not going to be on guard. I'm going to be a little more accepting. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I appreciate when people use a, a correct word for something, you know?
2: Well, in a thoughtful word and being descriptive thoughtful. about it and, and effortful
0: mm-hmm.
2: in how you're using your words. So I,
1: Expound on the participate piece. Like, what, what what does that look like or what does that not look like? On I'm, I'm the surface, I'm thinking some that's non-participative is just, I'm not even going to go there. We're not going to talk about it. I mean, that's, one versus, for, that's for sure. Yeah. Versus having a productive conversation about it, which, in, you know, in essence, I'll say at least lends itself to being able to describe what it is. But right. but it's the willingness to have that conversation and participate, I, I would imagine. So. Yes,
2: willingness, that's a distress tolerance skill. So that's one thing we can maybe talk about. But mm-hmm. participate is about participating in life on life's terms. So it's like not getting mad at what the reality is. Right. So. Right.
1: Control the end. controllable.
2: Right, and, and if it's not going how you think it should, still doing what needs to be done, you know, Mm -hmm. or getting super worked up about it because I was running late this morning, this evening, uh, and this morning, who am I kidding? (laughs) All all day long,
1: all day long. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't change.
2: (laughs) You know, but it's like I can get really fired up and then probably maybe be later or maybe do something reckless or not pay attention and turn the wrong way or whatever. But if I'm participating, it's like, here's what time it is, and I can't do anything about that except for just keep going. Right, right. And to participate in what's happening, even if I don't like it. Yeah. And it's tempting to get fired up and whatever, but that's not that helpful. Right. And then you roll in agitated and mad or come in and yell at your kids or whatever, because life shouldn't be happening this way. That person shouldn't have been doing it that way. That's the one. I mean, this comes up. Every single cohort is about road rage and traffic. The shitting all over yourself. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. So, you know, I've heard the term Equanimity. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, you know, control what you can, you know, um, don't worry about the things or let go of the things that you can't control. They're beyond your control. right? And then have the, you know, the wisdom to know the difference. Yeah. So that's key too. Mm -hmm. So, all right. How about, let's speak next to emotional regulation. So for those that are, and and for those Mm -hmm. that are listening and, uh, you know, there's some people that just listen, you know, versus just versus watching. Mm -hmm. So we've got the, it looks like a, a sine wave with high amplitudes, right? <laughs> yes, exactly how I would, That's how describe, would describe it. it. It's, yeah. the, it's the engineer. Uh-huh. No, and then uh, what, what we transition to is I'll say lower amplitude, you know, sine wave, really meaning, hey, you're going, you know, between.
2: Way high and way low, is that a technical term? <laughs> well, there's that,
1: you know, there's either, you know, hyper arousal or hypo arousal is what I was going for, mm-hmm. right? And Part of the DBT skill set is getting people to kind of narrow that window. And I'll just sure. I'll, I'll leave it to you to explain the rest. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, usually when people come to the cohort or come to therapy or whatever, they're experiencing either too much high or too much low or just too much back and forth. So it's a lot of up and down. Right. The emotion regulation skills are skills that you're meant to use daily, regularly, all the time to get that wave a little bit. It's not going to be flat until you die, but, <laughs> right. you know, there it's a little bit. Exactly. You're still going to have some ups and downs, but to feel like it's a little bit more manageable and that you can know what to expect and what causes up and down also and how to decrease the intensity of the up and down. The amplitude. That's amplitude. Decrease the amplitude. There you go.
1: This would be frequency. That's frequency. Amplitude Lots is of, what... Amplitude is what we're concerned with here. Yes. You know, the, the, the depths of your arousal.
0: So in the, okay. in the, to me, um, not five days, you know, if people ask me what, you know, what'd you learn out of there? This was it for me. This was like the oh. one thing. Well, I've learned a lot of things, sure. but the one thing that like, if I had to pick just the one thing that was the most important to me was how to do this mm-hmm. physically, you know, and right. like, cause I was having issues with that. You know, I'm, and you know, I like how you say it in you know ninety seconds. I could feel it. It's like, up, oh, I got the drip of mm-hmm. endorphin or whatever it is, and here it goes. Right, and it's I got to do something, or I got to figure out how to deal with this next ninety seconds of my life here.
2: Yeah, and I think one of the things that's like very unglamorous about DBT is there's a million skills which you said kind of at mm-hmm. the beginning, and none of them work like period. This is all a cumulative effect. They're all like tiny things. It's not going to solve your right. problems per se, but these are the skills that get you into the mindset to where you can actually solve problems right. and not make things worse and not, well, right. make things worse, you know, in internally or in your relationships or wherever. Um, yeah. so,
1: well, I mean, what's cool about all of it, whether it's CBT system one, system two, whether that's that, to see and believe consequence. There's all sorts of constructs. It's all about disciplining your thought process. It's right. all about the ability, as you pointed out, it's not, hey, just do this thing and your life's going to be a cloudless sky. No. It's over time saying, all right, how do I address this? How do I restructure my thoughts, which I know are instrumental or absolutely critical in affecting my emotions and actions and behaviors. So it's certainly not a one and done, but just over time, in mm-hmm. essence, it's it's kind of like exercising your mind, you yes. know, such that you have, I'll say, a better thought process.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows, like, I learned quickly, you know, don't, you know, send an email while you're mad. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you write it, but don't send right, it. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. Read it later and, or all these things, but it's kind of like that, you know, don't say anything, don't do anything during this period until you can get this emotional regulation mm-hmm. back to, now I'm thinking smart again. And I, you know, I don't know. That was, this was a very helpful thing for me to get to a point where I could make a rash decision or just do nothing. Sometimes that was yeah. the best thing. I mean, sometimes to do it's nothing. like
2: sit on your hands mm-hmm. for a couple minutes and then do okay. some other things and then decide.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they talk about stepping in between stimulus and response is kind of what you're getting at, you know, which is, oof. Somebody does something, they trigger you, you're pissed and you're like, oof. You know, and it's what's, it's being, you know, it's reactive, Um, there's another word for it that's escaping me. You can either just, you know, react to something or respond. That's Mm -hmm. what I was going for. And response is is much better. And that's stepping in between stimulus and response. Like you said, there's been a multitude of emails that I was going to send off to whomever. And I said, hey, Sergeant Major, take a look at this. This was and I thought it was very benign and anodyne. Yeah. And, and he's like, You can't send absolutely that. Not. Yeah. Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> yeah, not. And I just that. knew over time, hey, wait 24 Text, hours or, yeah. or get a second set of eyes on it. Mm-hmm. No, that's absolutely critical. But no, the okay. other thing with that sine wave that you know I think of is, you know. Stoic philosophy has come, I'll say, back into prominence, and the whole thing with that—believe it or not—I think CBT has its roots in, in in the Stoic philosophy as well. So I'm told. But it's this notion that it's not like you're an emotionless automaton like Spock, you know, for you know, Star Trek fans out there. But it's like, hey, you're not giddy with glee or or Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. You're like, you know, hey, I'm 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 pretty moderated in you know the ups and downs, you know. Um, just thought I'd throw that out there. No, it's, I mean, I probably irrelevant, whatever, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think one of the things is when the problem being that people are in this cycle out there, you know, and they're either not doing anything about it mm-hmm. or they're using it, I don't know, it's like a, an excuse for bad behavior. You know, it's like, well, I can't control myself.
2: Right. So right. the
0: only way I could do it is if I drink really hard, mm-hmm. or if I smoke a lot, or if I drive really fast. Whatever it is, right. You know, and uh, and, and instead of addressing this problem, you know, we come up with it as a, as an excuse, and so like eventually that's what I had to do is like, a, I, I got to figure out how to fix it. You know, right, right. I mean, I,
2: which is the participate thing, right? right. It's like life is going to keep happening. Mm-hmm. There's going to keep being stuff that goes on. But if you, and so to be mindful and to be effective, you have to participate in what's actually happening, which is like, you're part of the equation and there's, and you're right. the only one who can do anything about
0: you. Right. So there's exactly that.
1: no, and that's a great point, man. and, and, you know, reflecting on warrior's ascent and some of the stuff that, that we're talking about, one of the big epiphanies for, for many, you know, aside from all the tools and all of that is the notion that, you know, call it neuroplasticity, call it whatever, is the ability to kind of change your thought process and and thus change your behavior as opposed to, well, this is just the way I am, but mm-hmm. this is my personality and I'm left to suffer that. It's like, no, no, you've got, you know, you've got a lot of, of influence and ability to change. Well, I mean, I've, right.
0: I've seen the grumpy vet and they, and they definitely, there's a genre out there that wants to be that, you know, you got the yeah. t-shirt that says grumpy all that, leave alone, you know, and it's like, ah, ha, 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 I kind of laugh at it too. but That it's works like, for you. But right. yeah, but yeah, seriously, exactly. I mean, it's, it's really happening in our population, you know, mm-hmm. and what I'm trying to do here is just to say, you know, there's nothing wrong with reaching out and getting some help. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you're not a bad person because these kind of things are happening to you, you know, they're happening to a lot of people. Right. And there is hope and we can get it. Or just since offering it. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, so. there's like infinite, I believe, I've seen infinite capacity for change at whatever. I mean, any kind of level for people right. to view things differently, experience things differently, feel things differently. And people come in and they're yeah. like, yeah, right, yeah, right. I'm like, I mean, just be willing, mm-hmm. show up, mm-hmm. don't totally shut down. And almost certainly something out of all of the stuff will land. You don't something. have to do all of them. Obviously, we teach a million things in that week, mm-hmm. but a couple things, try one.
1: No, that's exactly it. I mean, if there's just one or two things that can make make a change in your life, it's worth it because it it can be overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And with overwhelming in mind, we've got one last slide, you know, that we'll have to, I think, cover very superficially. Sure. But, uh, you
2: know. Yeah. I mean, so DBT has a million acronyms, some better than others. Um, ABC, please. Like I said, this is the skill where we talk about every single day practicing these things. Right. Um, accumulate positives, build competence and cope ahead. Those are the, it's paying attention to the good stuff that goes on and not having it have to be like big stuff. I really like a pull through parking spot myself. So like if I can get one, cause then you don't have to back out either direction. This is one of the positives that like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it is paying attention to the, is that solving my life problems? No, but it's giving me just a little bit of good feeling and that, you know, accumulates. I mean, it
1: speaks to like gratitude.
2: Yeah, you and know, paying attention and that's, and that's to that. That's powerful for Efficiency. happiness. Pull right through. How many that's times so you good. hear somebody
0: say, "Oh, I'm so unlucky," and you're like, "We right. you just we just ate a steak together. You're, yeah, 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 you don't exactly. have bad luck. In the, in you know, thinking you're exactly. looking mad. at the wrong stuff." Exactly. And, it, and that's
2: exactly what it is. So that's like paying attention. Shift your attention to what's actually going on. So that's those are the ABCs. Mm-hmm. Um, the please skills address physical illness. This is where the acronyms get a little because mm-hmm. it's I for I mean it's <laughs> right. L for illness. Right. Um, If you're sick, do something about it. Take care of it. Go to the doctor. Take care of your physical well-being. That's
1: right. Self-care is one of our big I'll say focus areas. Right.
2: But like specifically, what does that mean? Go to the doctor, drink Mm -hmm. water, eat something that isn't brown. Like these are the things that are required. Exercise does not mean you have to become like a marathon runner. It just means moving at all. Mm -hmm. Avoid mood-altering substances. This includes nicotine, Mm -hmm. sugar, alcohol. We pay attention to it. You don't have to avoid every single thing all the time, but pay attention and notice like, what are the effects when this, when I do or don't consume whatever it is. Which way do you want to live? Exactly.
0: Yeah.
2: Sleep. Most people's sleep is garbage. And that's a huge thing. I I don't have time to say more about that. Um, And then the balanced diet is again, you know, a way to take care of yourself, eating things that are, eat the rainbow.
0: Eat the rainbow. Yeah, that's a good one.
1: No, and and so much of that is I'll say integral to our program—the whole eat, move, sleep, right. self-care, all of it. No, Body you mind, know, so soul. I love yeah. that.
2: without judgment, right? That it's not like, oh, well, I have to spend an hour at the gym and do this very particular thing. Right. It's what can you do? What do you want to do? Spend five minutes. Park a little further away. Whatever. Like,
0: I take the stairs. Uh
2: huh. Yeah. Making those little changes—it doesn't have to be a huge thing.
1: No, there's something to be said about the power of incremental wins, exactly. Mm-hmm. And and this notion that. Yeah, you don't have it doesn't have to be an hour if you make a commitment to yourself and you it's to do something anything. something that's better than nothing. No, so I love the, the DBT tools um you know cuz they're you know we all hear stories of some people go to therapists and it's the typical uh, t- you know tell me about your mother, you know and, oh, and I'm it's nothing about don't get me wrong. <laughs> I want to no, know about No, but it's your all mom. about, you know, <laughs> hey, let me hear your story okay. or hey you know, unload, you know, catharsis or whatever it mm-hmm. is. And that's cool. And I'm sure that's part of the equation.
0: Real but, cow, but to just... me, in,
1: in terms of building capacity, personal capacity, this stuff allows you now the ability to say, all right, hey, what is it that Anna taught me about dealing or reconciling this situation? So right. I think that's super important. So in, in closing, I just want to give a shout out. Thank to, you. Yes. Yes to Heartland Therapy Connection. So for those that are interested, for those that want more of Anna right. what, and what it is that she brings to the table, <laughs> so heartlandtherapyconnection.com. Um, and again, I mean, we've partnered with with Anna in specific for years. Everybody loves her. She brings a ton to the table. She's both knowledgeable, but she's also a tough cookie. That's what I like about her. Boom.
2: And you also and, do uh, a...
0: Uh... A group for
2: us. I do. That's right. Yeah. I love doing the group. That's yes. right. That's right. So we meet twice a month on Mondays. I think we're kind of aiming towards the second and fourth. Right. Monday evening, free. This, awesome. is a, this is right. a spot to grow love this it.
0: tribe locally yes. as we want That's to do. That's right.
1: So for the Warrison community out there, you know, if you're a graduate of the program and you're local, you can see Anna and That's have right. some uh, some group stuff going on, which I hear is very, very good. That's awesome. So. All right, everyone. Thanks so much. We'll have another episode with Anna next time. So appreciate y'all. Tune in.
0: Hi, Matt Hastings here, sending a thank you for watching this episode of the Warriors Descent podcast. You know, we strive to build a community of warriors made up of our nation's veterans and first responders. And to reach as many of those in need as possible, we need your help. Please just smash that like button and comment or share our content. Warrior's Descent is a Kansas City-based nonprofit that aids veterans and first responders with PTS. I went through this effective program and want those that are struggling to find what I found. Check us out on our website at Warriorsdescent.org.